0: Welcome to the Business Nightingale Project, where we get real, we get honest, we get open conversations with entrepreneurs whom you may recognize and who are willing to share some of the most private, darkest times of their lives and how they got through, all to help you. So welcome to the show. How fantastic it is to be with our guest today as the second part of a two part series. Class Van Oosterhout is the man behind Become the Me I Want to Be and Secret Productivity Hacks Radio, where he teaches highly driven online entrepreneurs to stay focused on that which truly matters, making a huge impact in this world while also making a huge impact in their own families. Which I love that about you, class. It is a privilege to have you with us today. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing fantastic. I had such a great time last time that, you know, I was excited that we can do this again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Me too. So I really I just want to thank you for being with us today. And in the first part of the the, this two-part series, you had shared something really valuable, some actual really like, you can do this today, not just theory for when we are struggling with suffocation. I mean, we're feeling completely hopeless or just kind of adrift and we don't know how to bring ourselves back. So for the listeners, I if you missed that episode, you'll have to go check it out. But let's start with this. I see you doing so much good in the world. And I'm I'm just kind of curious, did you ever think as a child that you would be benefiting mankind through an entrepreneurial journey?
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, no, I never. Um, so I've been, since I was five, been playing soccer. And that is pretty much what I always done for like, I think at least, 20 years or more, where um, first, of course, as a as a player, as a young kid. Then when I turned 16 or 17, I started becoming an assistant coach to my best friend's soccer team. Then I actually started becoming a, a, a coach. Then I went to the US to study there. I started teaching, I, I actually built a soccer team, an amateur soccer team within the school system there. And so that was like, that was my whole world until that kind of collapsed. And, um, my parents have, and still are entrepreneurs. So I definitely had, you know, I definitely was seeing what they were doing and that was the drive. However, it's, it's the journey along the way that then, um, reveals what your actual purpose or um journey or what it is that you actually should be sharing it will be revealed Uh, i know there's a lot of people that think like oh you should be looking for your why and i was doing that as well Uh, what i've learned over that is just stop looking for your why just go and that's why i'm so focused right now on helping people with their productivity and moving forward because looking for your purpose is one of those things that will hold you back and um just go just go, go, go. I mean, I've changed over time. I started to become the, uh, become a fearless father. That moved into become the me I want to be. And then I learned from become the me I want to be. There's one pillar, specifically a uh, secret productivity hacks that, that I'm really focused on now, just because of all the circumstances and everything. And because I've noticed you, you learn yourself over time through that journey, that then helps you to determine is like, you know what? This is actually what I am really, really, really good at. <laughs> So, yeah, take action. Go, and then that's that's the fun part. So it's it's been a journey, and 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 I don't think there's many that will say, yes. When I was a child, I had that. I have to be honest. I don't even know what I what I was saying when I was a child. It was a fireman, or a, or or a soccer player, or whatever. So, yeah, it's it's been a journey, and I love it.
0: That's well said, and and I it reminds me in our family we will say frequently you can't know until you go.
1: Mm-hmm. I like right? that. Right,
0: you can't well, know until you go, and so I know that for me in my own journey, for far too long I sat. Mm -hmm. And I, I, it was like, I was afraid to leave the structure of my life, so to speak. And I, I kept waiting for what should I do with my skills and talents, because there's so much that I want to do to benefit other people, which really don't you agree is the heart of an entrepreneur. Those entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. take the risk because they feel this passion and this purpose to be able to benefit mankind through a product or a service. And they, they, but interestingly enough, as we talk in the world today about the mental health and the duress that people are under, even before the quarantines and the all of this that's going on studies showed that entrepreneurs dealt with greater anxiety, even all the way to depression than the average individual in the population. Mm -hmm. So We could talk about so many things today, but I guess I know you had to have experienced obstacles. What kept you going and and how did you triumph during Mm. the setbacks? We each do it individually, but I love asking the guests because your journey is unique, but we might get some inspiration from it.
1: Absolutely, I appreciate that question. It's actually a really good question. And to be very fair with everybody, I still have challenges. I just look at them in a really different way than I used to. Um, And (laughs) funny enough, um, we all have challenges. And that's actually the great part. And I, I learned from somebody very dear to me that, you know, we need to start leaning into those challenges because it's actually our greatest opportunity to learn from it, to learn ourselves and our business grows as far as we grow. The biggest problem started, and that's that's why I speak a lot uh, about in uh, Secret Productivity Hacks Radio, is that we've been taught from very young on what we should be doing. We should be studying hard first, and then we're done. Why do we need to study hard? So that we can work hard. And then why we need to do that? Well, because you know we, we need that house, and then when we have that house, we need the car, and then we have the car, then we need the next thing, and the next thing, and it's just to keep us nicely in that rat race. The problem with that is that it's never done. Now, some of us will find then that beautiful journey of entrepreneurship. <laughs> and the problem is that we take that mindset of how we've been approaching our life still into being an entrepreneur. And what happens is that we have liberty now because at your job at a certain time, it was time to go. <laughs> like either you said, you know, it's time to go cause I'm not enjoying myself. So I'll make sure it's nine to five and I'm out or your boss at a certain point would just say like, hey, time to go, we're closing up. So you would go home. However, when you are an entrepreneur and you're working from home, there's no more times. And that is where the biggest obstacle lies first is because we all of a sudden no longer take care of ourselves. We no longer spend the time that we should and would like with our partners, with our partner, uh, with our kids and with ourselves. And so now instead of working nine to five, now we work in double of that, um, if not more. Um, and it's just crazy. And that's that's most of the times what I've noticed is the biggest challenge that we don't look at. We look at everything else at a certain point. And that's what happened to me. Um, you know, you get out of shape, you lose your relationship with, with your partner, you lose your relationship with your kids. And um, I had to go really back to who am I and what I actually want. And then instead of doing what we always do, where we are like, okay, I know what I want. This is my vision. This is my dream. And what we do now is we move and work towards that dream. However, we're not living the dream. And what I started changing for myself is like, you know what? I'm gonna look at every single area that I have a dream and I'm gonna look at what can I do now? Instead of what can I do if and when I have X more money, more people working for me, whatever it is. Cause there's always an excuse. So I start looking, and I'm like, okay, one of the things I want to spend a lot of time with my kids. And that's what I start doing. I just start blocking off time. It's like this is kids' time. So um I start blocking that off. This is kids' time. This is me time. Boom, boom. And I start blocking all that stuff off and then look at like, okay, when can I actually work? And I found out that I I had I gave myself like three to four hours a day of work which most people go, and they start, you know, that's not possible. The, The funny thing is, once I start doing it, I start becoming a lot more creative with my time. And I start becoming a lot more productive and effective with working in my business. And then getting people to say like, wow, Klaus, I see you everywhere. How is that possible? And I haven't even told them that I only work three to four hours a day. So, but it's because I'm so deliberate in this is how I want to do it. And, and that's that's what helps you to really determine, like, what is it that I want and how can I get it now and look at what kind of resources, you know, be resourceful with what you have instead of looking at like, no, 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 I'm missing resources. Like I miss, you know, I need this perfect funnel or, you know, and you're going to spend tons and tons or I, I, I need uh, more money. So you start working, working, working because you think that's going to bring in the money, uh, which, you know, working, of course, brings in money. You just you got to do it smart. And that's why I started focusing on, okay, how can I, and something I use, um, how can I work smart and play hard? The funny thing is, once you start playing hard, you're going to have to work smart because I don't have that time anymore. (laughs) And besides that, I feel so much better. Like, you know what it does for me to start, like, (laughs) I can show people my time audit of, of last week. It just says Lego, 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 Lego for many hours in a day where I'm just with my kids and we're building Legos. I actually bought myself my first Lego box the other day. I'm like, this one's mine. It was a big fight in the house. Um, (laughs) I lost, by the way. I built it and then I lost. I haven't seen the Lego yet and they're all playing with it, which is fun. Um, But it's fun. I love doing that. And it gets me connected with my kids and it gets me connected with myself and then frees me up. And then I get back and I'm like all energetic and, and, and having fun. So that's, that's my advice that I always give to people is like, look at how many hours you're actually working every single day. And then look how many hours of those are actually productive or you just trying to be busy um, because that's, that's what you've been taught. And once you figure that out and you cut in that, life's going to get a lot more excited and then you start you know you focus on you you start taking care of you you start exercising you start you know uh, of course everybody says it. you start doing a morning system you start doing other things during the day and you start spending more time with with your partner which is fantastic i mean every single evening i i spend that time uh with with her and and that's bringing for us back the connection um I mean, we hear it all the time. Entrepreneurs, I think, is the highest rate of divorces. Mm. And um, it's true. And it's because of that that disconnect, because we're so focused on making a huge impact in the world. And that's great. And we're forgetting that other part that's so important. Because when you ask them, like, why are you doing this? No, no, no I'm doing this for, for, for my kids. Great. How much? Because your kids, the only thing they want is you.
0: <laughs> they don't right. care
1: about... Anything else that you do, they just want you. And that's what I started focusing on. And actually, as I said, it's it started becoming a circle where it's just like, I'm doing better, better relationship with the ones that are really dear to me, better relationship with the people around my business, better business. And it just started becoming a, a vicious cycle. And once you step into that, it's become fun, which is for me, it's like, that's what we're doing here, right? I mean, yes, it's serious, but it's got to be fun. <laughs> That is
0: the golden life. That really is. You're, you're bringing this value to others, but you are making sure you have value for your family. And I love that. Mm -hmm. In, Mm -hmm. in closing, what would you say to the individual who is ready to quit, quitting on everything, maybe business, but more importantly and more frighteningly, what would you say to that individual that is just considering giving up on everything?
1: Mm-hmm. That's a that's a tough question. One it's tough because you don't want to give the wrong <laughs> you don't want to give the wrong answer. Um, if it's quitting a business, which I've done, sometimes it's it's a good moment just to indeed quit. If if it's such a struggle and you notice that life might be telling you something that's why i said i got to be very careful what i say i don't believe life will ever tell us to end our life right i don't believe that and so i
0: I love it this is what it's about
1: yes i did because i knew you you were going to play Okay. Almost.
0: Almost. Almost. Oh, I love those Always. little voices. This is why we do this journey, right?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. My game, no, I didn't play your game, sweetie. Can you close the door, please? Okay.
0: <laughs> oh. There's, there's nothing more melodious than a small child's voice. Okay. Uh,
1: well, especially this one. And <laughs> it's funny. I said, I'm sorry. I, I actually stopped apologizing for a kid's coming in. So it's funny I said that. It's right. probably because I was, I was in the flow. And it, it's, it's a, as I said, it's a very, uh, very touchy subject, right? So um, you were it's, saying
0: it's, life would never invite us to end life
1: that's that but again that's what i believe right? right so um i had a um my my best friend um and and he actually was my my best man as well um he had a girlfriend and she ended her life and uh, it's just you always start wondering like why like what pushes a certain person to do something like that and it's it's just it's just hard and you we we will never know <laughs> So, again, it is difficult to answer such a question when, when when you go into that topic, just because us, and this is what I believe, us as, you know, especially, and um, I'm, I'm in a stage where I'm like, I'm so excited, um, we, we can't understand. There is no such thing that I can say, not being a professional in that area, that will help that person to be like, okay, boom, that's what I need to do. So, not taking it that way, I and mean going a little back, like, what do you do on days that you feel unmotivated? What do you do on days that you feel like, man, I am done with all of it. I, I just want it to drop, right? Which is different from, of course, in, in a long time being like, I, I, I don't like the business that I'm in. I don't like to do this. If that's the case, you really need to analyze and you need to sit with a professional and then determine, like, you know, should I stop or should I continue? Um. Once it's just not feeling motivated or not feeling excited or just just having those bad days, sometimes it's good to just have a bad day. See, our emotions, we always say emotions should be either positive or negative. And I don't believe that. I believe we should look at our emotions in a state of, is it uh, beneficial to me? Is this emotion I'm feeling beneficial to me or is it harmful to me? Meaning I can be angry and it can be very beneficial. And that sounds weird. However, it can be very beneficial. It becomes harmful when I stay in it or when I hurt others. Right. right? And the same with feeling just like, you know, it's not something is not working, which uh, often happens when you're on this journey of being an entrepreneur and trying to build out your business. And it's not working. And then you feel either doubt, or you feel sad, or you feel frustrated. Those, um, even though we would consider them negative emotions, they could be very beneficial if you let them, and you're going to analyze them. It's like, okay, what's actually going on here? What, what, Why am I feeling this? And real, is, is this emotion true? And what can I do next? And it's going to make you resourceful again with the possibilities that you do have. Either you buy a new course or you connect with new people or as I mentioned, you go a complete different direction or you go within the direction that you go and you just you know, shift it a little bit, whatever it is that is necessary as long as you keep moving. And that's that's the most important part. Um, that's, that's why I start to stop saying like negative, this is a negative emotion, this is a positive. No, no, I just really look almost clinically like is this an emotion that's harming me? Okay, then I need to analyze it and I need to get rid of it and replace it with something else that's better for me. Is it beneficial? It kind of is. Okay, so what does that mean? And how can I make sure that I can use this to then make some shifts so I can continue to move forward, right? And for example, like like I mentioned in in, in the in the previous interview, if you recognize that people around you are negative Right. And every single time you're talking to this one person and then you feel like I don't want this anymore. And then this is not for me. And maybe it's not that maybe it's time to just say, you know, I appreciate you. I just don't need to speak with you that often anymore. If it's somebody that's really close to you, if they're not close to you, I'm very strong in that. I just got it and it'd be out. Like I told somebody the other day, I pretty soon will probably have more block people in my facebook then uh, the friends limit <laughs> and i'm that i'm i'm that strict because facebook for me also i use this my business that that is my environment i am on there every day as least as possible however i know that i'm on there and people write you and talk to you and you see comments if i see something that i don't like it happens. If it's all the time it's the same person, I'll block you. I, I don't have time for that because it, it influences me. And if I notice that, I gotta protect myself at all cost to protect everybody else. Um
0: because if you don't, who will?
1: Yeah, nobody right?
0: will. And I, I I love I love how you distinguish the difference because if it is somebody close to us, clearly we want to remediate that relationship, improve it. And I had heard a study some years ago where there were couples that were ready to divorce and the study simply asked them to wait five years. Mm-hmm. Didn't didn't say seek counseling. My husband's a counselor, so clearly I always advise people to go to a professional to provide some feedback and help, mm-hmm. but that's all they did. And five years later, when they looked at those relationships, the majority of them were happier. Than the average marriage, because just through the process of time, things can make a difference. And so, I, I love how you distinguish that. You know, if it's if it's a close relationship, clearly we do it differently. But if it's if it's a, an associate, and or we're noticing that they are bringing us down, how valuable sometimes to to cut that off. I really appreciate the things that you have shared and I I the other thing that I really valued that you had mentioned was the differentiation between those who have felt, for example, you had mentioned taking your life and those who haven't felt that and how difficult it is for those who have not felt that and I had been on that side until I had a series of concussions. And since we get real on the show, I'm just going to share that after that series of concussions, there was one afternoon where I suddenly, it, it was this chemical wash. It was about seven days after I had had a very serious head injury. And for about three or four hours, I called it my irrational rationality. I just suddenly believed it would be better for the world if I were dead. Mm -hmm. And it took everything that I had because there was a little tiny voice in the back of my head crying out in a tiny voice. No, that's not true. Right. But the big voices were saying it would be better off if you were gone. And it was three or four hours where I had to battle that. And then that Mm -hmm. cacophony of chemistry in the brain that had been caused through that head injury lifted but it helped me to see there really is a a sense that's that comes over people sometimes that they start believing another guest had called it the lie but mm. this complete hopelessness is telling the truth and it and it's not telling the truth. And I do want to share because you had brought that up and I think it's so valuable, there is a website called suicide preventionlifeline.org and it will be in the show notes. And there is a number that if there, if any of our listeners right now are at that point that I had experienced, please call this number. It's 1-800-273-8255. This is a number in the United States. I am sure other countries have others, but it is 1-800-273-8255. You are needed you are needed everyone listening is needed and that cacophony of emotions that can crop up that tell us things are completely hopeless those feelings are lying to you reach out please because we need you class thank you so much will you please share with us how people can learn more about what you do because you are fantastic in this kind of information that truly transforms a life into helping people not only make a difference in the world, but having a huge pack impact in their own families.
1: Thank you. First of all, for having me on the show. I had a blast. It was a great time. Me um, too.
0: You're wonderful. Thank you.
1: <laughs> so um, in regards, so first of all, I, I love personally connecting. So make sure to look me up at class Oosterhout on Facebook. Um, and then besides that, there's uh, Become the Me, I Want to Be, which is the, um, let's say, the larger organization that I'm building. It's purely focused on making sure that you walk your path instead of the path of that your parents or your family or society or the government has been instilling on you. And, and that's going to make you feel miserable at a certain point in time. And, um, the other one is, um, it's a pillar of that, which is to make sure that you keep moving forward, even though times get hard and we get our challenges and that's called secret productivity hacks and secret productivity hacks, radio.com. So secret productivity hacks, radio.com is where my new podcast will be. And, um, yeah, we'll be talking about all the topics around productivity, uh, overwhelm, um, all those beautiful things that keep us from not moving forward the way we should, and um, enjoying life. And um, it's it's a really really nice journey. And this this is then part of it, right? Being on other people's fantastic shows to be able to to share and and hopefully change somebody's. I always said I want to change one million people's lives, and then somebody said I want to start with one. And I, I, I kind of move it together. I want to go to a million, but every time I'm on somebody's show, I'm like, okay, this gives me the opportunity to change one person's life, at least the person that I speak with, however, also, you know, th- and then their listeners. And it gives us the opportunity to do a ripple effect. Cause I was always focused. Like I want to touch 1 million lives, like directly. And that's definitely possible. But what if I touch one person's life and they touch the others and then we ripple it out. I probably reached a million already, and I think everybody has. And then just keeping that in mind is, is beautiful, right? Leaving your partner when they leave the house, your responsibility to leave them in a good state, them going excited to their job, their colleagues seeing them being excited, that ripples to them, they go home, that ripples to their houses, et cetera, et cetera. I, I try to keep that in mind because it's a lot of fun to to think of it that way. Same with the kids, right? School, their fellow students, their teachers, <laughs> it's uh, it's fun. <laughs>
0: exactly. Exactly. Well, thank you so much. And thank you, our dear listeners. And may you today go share the good news with somebody else that they matter and are needed. Take care and have a great day. And that, my friends, is our show today. Aren't you grateful for entrepreneurs who are willing to reach out to lift those amongst us who are struggling to stay alive in the business battlefield of life? Make sure that you subscribe and review the show. Download every episode. Don't miss a single moment with these experts who care enough to share their vulnerable moments and their triumphs. And will you join me in creating a worldwide movement of support for those who may be struggling? It would mean the world to me if you would share this episode with your amazing friends who might need the light of hope in their current struggle on their battlefield. Bless you, my friends, and I'll see you next time.